Hey guys, this is Christina from Before and After, a podcast on people's weight loss journeys. Today, our guest is Kate, who completed the New York City Marathon and lost 20 pounds in the process. Let's head to the show to hear more from her. Hi, Kate. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know, just living my life, doing my thing. Um, but how have you been? I, haven't, I feel like I haven't talked to you in like a really long time. I know. Um, I've been good. You know, holidays kept me pretty busy, but I'm back now and it's nice to be back in a schedule again. So yeah, I feel like I was home, like I was off between Christmas and the new year and I just ate like a pig. Like I literally just, I think I ate like potato chips. I know this is a fitness podcast, but I ate like potato (laughs) chips for breakfast one day and I was just like, why, why did I do this? Girl, I feel you. I mean, I went down South and like pretty much every day was what can we fry today? So I definitely, the the first moment I had anything green felt amazing. Yeah, I can imagine. I feel like it's hard when you're not on routine to like eat well, but. Um, totally. Yeah. So I know you're on this podcast to kind of talk about your, your change in lifestyle. So what happened to you that made you notice you had to make a change in what you were doing? Um, a lot of people ask me this, but it was honestly the most honest thing anyone's ever said to me. And it was about, uh, I'd say like three years ago, I was home for Christmas and, um, I had my suitcase by the door. I was ready to leave, come, come back to New Jersey. And my mom just looks at me and says, you look so unhealthy. Oh my gosh. And you know, like the typical mom, like they would never say anything to be mean, but she was just honest, you know, from mm-hmm. the um, the day I graduated college to, to then a couple of years later, I definitely, you know, gained some weight. And um, so she was very brutally honest with me. And, you know, I was kind of offended. Then I said, mom, what are you talking about? Like, I'm fine. And I went back to New Jersey and you know, I rode on the airplane and kind of thought about things. And I was like, you know what, I could, you know, stand to get a little bit healthier. So that's what really kickstarted me, gave me the kick in the butt. Mm -hmm. So you can say to to really get back into the workout and healthy routine. Yeah, I feel like moms are, you don't even need a scale, you just need to like see your mom and she will tell you if (laughs) I know I know your mom is brutally honest as well (laughs) I know and but the thing is during the holidays I came home she's like you look like you lost weight so obviously that meant I could totally eat a bag of potato chips and it would be fine but I actually went on the scale and I gained a good amount of weight and I was like oh mom (laughs) don't lie to me I know but then they're like trying to feed you left and right too so true um, and mom never makes anything. Well, sometimes moms make healthy things, but my mom doesn't. <laughs> my mom goes Costco. So. <laughs> no, I've had your mom's food. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll tell her. <laughs> um, so once you made that realization, like what were the steps that you started to take? Was it like baby steps? Did you dive right in? Um, how did you approach that? You know, I definitely hadn't been on a regular workout schedule for quite some time. As you know, I was in kind of a long relationship and that came along with, you know, going out to eat all the time and Mm -hmm. not wanting to work out because you're always with them and your partner's not healthy, then that doesn't really encourage you to be healthy. So it was hard to get back into it because I just hadn't been in the routine. But, um, you know, honestly, it was baby steps. I, I joined the gym and I just started going the treadmill and literally just walking 
for 20 minutes and then pretending to do the weight machines because I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> um, but the gym, to me, it, it was kind of scary. So then I started to look for other options that would suit me better and make me feel more comfortable. So then, you know, I started walking outside. I know I'd grab you or uh, my friend Kristen and say, hey, do you want to go for a, yeah. a walk after work? And, you know, we would walk the around the river, which is beautiful and distracting because, you know, you're talking and, but it's really that extra 30 minutes a day that you do start to see a little change in your body. Mm-hmm. So for me on the workout side, yeah, it was definitely baby steps getting into it. And then, you know, I started to, to get a little more serious. I signed up for my first half marathon and trained for that. So that was more time consuming and uh, more physically exhausting, I guess you could say. So how was training for that half marathon? Um, I had never really ran a half marathon or any long distance run. I mean, the most I'd ever done was a, a 5K fun run mm-hmm. on the 4th of July with my family. <laughs> so um, for me, a half marathon was kind of daunting. But I saw one of my friends on Facebook actually completed one. I thought, you know, if she can do that, I can do that. So I didn't have a trainer or I didn't really do any research. I just kind of got out there and started running. That was awesome. Yeah, just a little bit at a time, you know, like the first week I would focus on one mile, then, you know, you build up to two or maybe three. And then before you know it, you're running 10 miles, no problem. Damn, 10 miles. <laughs> <That's> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but I think it's just ultimately having that goal at the end and knowing you're working towards something and to finish it and for all your friends and your family to be there at that finish line and not wanting to let them down, but not wanting to let yourself down at the same time is something that motivates me. Mm-hmm. Like keeping yourself other accountable. other people are involved. Exactly. I know it's really popular to have a workout buddy. If you're trying to get like a workout in the morning, like you feel like you'll actually go because someone's meeting you there. Oh, totally. No, I, I do much better in group exercise classes and stuff where there's going to be other people and they know I'm going to be there. So they expect me to be there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for me that, that works better. Yeah, for sure. And, and so you didn't just complete a half marathon, right? Um, Mm -hmm. a little birdie told me you, uh, ran something in New York a couple of weeks ago. (sighs) Yeah. I did that little thing called the New York city marathon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, just that little race <laughs> nothing nothing too big but <laughs> no, no no big deal so how was um, that like was it such a big jump from the half marathon to the marathon or was it kind of smooth sailing what do you think um no nothing was smooth sailing <laughs> <laughs> it was it was definitely the most challenging thing I've ever done in my entire life you know, this time I wasn't getting out of any relationship. I just wanted to do this literally just to prove to myself that I could do it. And at this point, I knew I could run long distances. I just didn't know if I was capable of running 26.2 miles. So for this, you know, I did do some research. I did look up training plans. <laughs> they literally on the internet, there's so much information, training plans for beginners, training plans for advanced like there's so many different resources and tools and I found a really great great plan that laid out you know day by day mile by mile what you should hold yourself accountable to to be able to physically run 26.2 miles so that really helped me to stay on track and you know I printed out copies of the plan and put it on my desk at work so not only I saw it every day but everyone in my office could see it every day and that kind of held me accountable yeah um, you know, like I'm telling my boss, oh, I got to go run, you know, five miles tonight. She's like, okay, I can't wait to hear about it tomorrow. So kind of involving other people and 
almost like hyping myself up really helped me to to get through that (laughs) yeah that's awesome that's good that you have a good support system to kind of like guide you on your runs guide you to get to the finish line of that marathon too which is exactly yeah I know like the the more you talk about something you know the more people are going to be excited about it and excited for you and I've never had anyone you know say like oh you can't do that you know everyone I've ever talked to has definitely you know been building me up rather than trying to break me down yeah you also didn't just do the half marathon there were a lot of different races you did beforehand right So you can get into the marathon either by doing the lottery, where it's just based on luck, or you can get in by doing the 9 plus 1 program, which is you run nine races in the city during the year, and then you volunteer for um, an event. So I volunteered for the New York City Marathon Pasta Dinner for all the runners um, that they, they hold in Central Park. And I got to see, you know, literally every different shape, size, age, ethnicity, people from different countries come in. So that really encouraged me to to see that for myself, you know, it's not just these really strong athletic runners that run every day. It's literally anyone can do this if you really try. <laughs> and that was for a marathon, not like a 5K or 10K or anything like that. Right? Exactly. Oh, yes. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Maybe I could run a marathon, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I'm telling you, everyone can. You just really need to put the, the time and you know, it's all about consistency too. Mm-hmm. You can't just wake up and expect to run 12, 13 miles. You really have to be consistent at it and, and build up to that or else, <laughs> or else you're not going to be able to walk. Yeah. Did you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? Um, no, but uh, I know you are a big fan. I, I am a huge fan. And there's one episode where I, I think one of the characters who's supposed to run the New York City Marathon and then couldn't. And so his one buddy was like, yeah, I could do it. I haven't trained, but I could do it. And he ended up doing it, but then he couldn't move his legs afterwards and he was like on the subway because the subway's free for all like marathon runners and he's just like stuck there it's it it was really funny and like obviously it's a tv show like it's not possible i'm sure to like just run a marathon without training no it's definitely not possible but that subway thing is so true (laughs) after the marathon you have to basically walk another half a mile to even get out of central park oh my god so i was trying to walk and it was the most painful walk I've ever had in my life. You can't even bend your legs. So you're kind of walking like a, I don't know, like a pen man. And then, you know, I meet my family, whatever. And I probably looked so, so miserable. It was raining. It was cold. And our hotel was all the way across town. There was no taxis in sight because everything's blocked off. So I'm like, okay, to my sister, let's just please come take the subway with me. So we go down um, to the subway that's right there and... They had one machine for tickets, and it was broken, so it was taking everyone about five minutes to even get their ticket out. Oh, my gosh. Um, so my the other half of my family walked to the hotel faster than we got home on the subway. <laughs> but it's funny. You can tell in the city the day after the marathon who ran the marathon by how they walk up the subway stairs. Because oh, they're usually man. walking up either sideways or some crawling. I don't know. So it it's painful. <laughs> Yeah, did you have to ice yourself a lot and stuff afterwards, too? Definitely. I mean, the first thing I did was hop in a hot bath with Epsom salt in it. But it's <laughs> there's not much you can do besides wait it out, to yeah. be honest. How long do you think it took you to recover from the marathon? Um, all in all, probably a week. You know, I didn't do any exercise classes, no nothing, just like little tiny walks and a lot of stretching. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely a long recovery period. 
Um, so did you, is it true you like carbo loaded? Do you have to carbo load a lot for running and things like that? Oh my gosh. Yes. And I thought I would totally love this part. Um, (laughs) I also did a lot of research on this, you know, what to eat, how many days ahead are you supposed to start? So I started three days ahead of the marathon and, you know, you're not, it's not just bread. You're supposed to mix different whole grains and starches and potatoes and protein and stuff like that. But um, I never wanted to eat another carb again after the third day of carb loading. I just, you don't realize how filling and uh, it, it was hard, but I think it definitely did help. Um, you know, it's apparently some scientific word glycogen um, helps your muscles stay. It's like an endurance thing. So that's what you're doing when you're carb loading is you're getting more glycogen in your muscles. So after we recorded, I did a quick Google search on glycogen, and according to lifescience.com, it's a molecule found in the liver and muscles of the body. It functions as long-term energy storage and can be tapped into when you're doing a lengthy run like the marathon. Did you end up having to eat things while you were actually running? I know they have that, like, goopy stuff that you can eat. Yeah, I, um, so I, I don't actually like the goopy stuff. Um, it grosses me out, the consistency, so I found, uh, these, like, chews, I forget. I think they're a power bar or something. They're, they taste like strawberry banana. They're really good. So I packed those. And then they also have Gatorade water on the sidelines. They handed out like halves of bananas at one point, which was awesome. Um, and then there's like random people on the sidelines that just will hand out candy or like, I don't know, it totally depends what borough you are in. But um, they, they'll hand out like food that's specific to the borough if that makes sense oh, so that's was, really cool it was a cool like cultural... pizza in brooklyn or exactly something like that? yeah wow. and, and lots of beer in brooklyn too <laughs> oh, okay. so yeah it was really fun to see what everyone had to offer that's really cool yeah what was the toughest thing about running the marathon it wasn't so much the physical just the mental aspects keeping yourself focused and not focusing on other people around you other runners around you because yeah people pass you every single second and you feel like sometimes you're the slowest one in the whole race but Mm -hmm. um just trying to remember that it's your own race and you have trained for this just like really trying to stay in your own head was definitely the most challenging thing for me your legs do hurt but as long as you mentally tell yourself you know keep going keep going just keep running that's all you can do I would say that. And also trying to look for my friends and family on the uh, on the sidelines was also really challenging um, because there's there's so many people there and it's really hard to scan back and forth, back and forth, because, you know, people tell you where they're going to try to wait for you to watch you run by. But you never really know exactly. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was constantly, you know, just looking out for them. And when I did see them, it was amazing. But yeah, it's it's all a head game. That's all Mm -hmm. it is. Yeah, that's so much time. Like, did you listen to music while you, like, what, what were you doing while you were running? <laughs> yeah, you know, I never run a marathon. So I, I asked a lot of people that had run marathons, you know, what tips and tricks. So basically, you get bussed over at five o'clock in the morning to Staten Island from New Jersey, and you just oh, wow. are sitting there waiting. So people tell you, you know, what to bring. You're literally in fires of clothes because it's freezing, and you strip them all off and donate them to Goodwill um, right before you run. But I, so I brought headphones. Um, Because normally I trained with headphones. I love making playlists and I'm really big like hip hop rap person. It gets me motivated. So I did bring my headphones. I had my playlist ready. But honestly, I probably only listened to music for an hour, maybe 
I don't know, an hour and a half. But when I was running through neighborhoods, like uh, different parts of Brooklyn and the Bronx, like people were so loud and, you know, they had cowbells. So it was honestly just cooler to hear that, I think, than listening to my own music. Because, you know, people, like people will put names on their shirts. So people will call out your name. And so I just, I definitely was just trying to soak it all in, soak in the experience. And, you know, I forgot about the music for a minute. Can you describe what it felt like to cross the finish line knowing that you completed this huge undertaking that you decided to do? Uh, um, yeah, I was definitely very emotional. I remember coming up, um, at, there's a hill in Central Park on Central Park West, and that's where the finish line is. And I had run this hill a million times and so many other races, but this was just, you know, so special there. There were people on both sides of you on bleachers up in the stands and they had flags for every single different country um, on both sides and it was dark it was rainy and I was just trying to get up that hill my legs felt like there was knives in them but I crossed the finish line I immediately just stopped and put my hands on my uh, on my knees and um, just like started bawling I kind of felt like that was going to happen because I'm just an emotional person in general. But so I go up to the guy and he puts the medal on my neck and he goes, it's okay. Everyone cries. Is it your first time? I said, yes. He said, congratulations. And then, you know, it took me like a couple minutes to calm, maybe like 10 minutes to calm down. The finish line is, it's like almost a metaphor, you know, something I've been working on getting myself healthier and more physically in shape for for years now, um, ever since, you know, my mom called me unhealthy that one day. And it was just a metaphor for, you know, how far I've really come and all the patients and all the different days in the kitchen trying to make up healthy recipes. And mm-hmm. so it was it was more of a metaphor of good work, good persistence pays off. Yeah. And that was that was five years ago, right? Yeah. And, yeah. So it's been a yeah. five year I also attribute it, you know, to to moving here from the south. You know, I always go home for the holidays and I'll try to run in my neighborhood, but it's it's boring. There's like it's just houses and hills, which I hate. But if I didn't move here and you know live by this gorgeous skyline and the beautiful sunsets and everything and all the different, there's so many active people here as well. Like that really inspires me to be a healthier person and to go out there and run at night or go to my spin class or just always be moving. So Mm -hmm. props to Hoboken. (laughs) Shout out Hoboken, New Jersey. (laughs) Hoboken, no joking. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been a couple of weeks, right? Like maybe two months since the marathon, right? Yeah, November 5th. So a couple of months. Gotcha. And uh, how are you feeling now? Are you back to running still on that fitness track? Minus the holidays? Yeah, you know, <laughs> after the marathon, I was so sick of running. i not sick of it. I just needed a break. So maybe I've run five times between the marathon and now. It's also been super cold here, as you know. So oh my gosh, I'm not so a very... Cool a very good cold weather runner. So I, you know, I really just took it easy for the holidays. I did go to the gym a couple of times. I found an awesome new fitness app. It's called Aptive, yeah. uh, but it has amazing workouts in there. You can do treadmill workouts, outdoor running, strength training, 
it's really cool because you don't even really need equipment for most of it. And it's like a little personal trainer in your, in your ear. So I really, I like that one to oh, use cool. when I, I don't have my classes um, right by me. But last night I got back into the spin routine. So I went to <laughs> two classes gotcha. back to back because I, I felt guilty. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get back into it now. Started meal prepping mm-hmm. um, this past week, doing all my lunches and snacks and stuff. So it's been really helpful on, on getting me back on track. That's awesome. And so during this process, this five-year process, how much weight do you think you've lost? What do you think is different now than it was five years ago? So I think in total, I lost 20 pounds. Wow, congrats. Thank you. (laughs) And I wasn't planning to lose that much, but, um, you know, at first I was like, okay, I just need to lose five. And then I started running and I naturally lost five more. And then I started really paying attention to my diet and then I lost that extra 10. So just like tweaking different things in my diet and my exercise routine really helped the extra weight come off. Mm -hmm. And right now I just feel the most toned and healthy I've ever felt in my whole life. In college, I was skinny, but I don't think that was a result. Definitely was not eating healthy and definitely (laughs) was not working out that much. So I think that was just a result of fast Mm -hmm. metabolism in college. So now I feel like... I just have more energy and I sleep better and um, I have more focus and I I want to go outside and do stuff. I don't always want to be on the couch. I feel more of like a sense of well-being now, definitely more balanced than I was five years ago. So That's awesome. Um, well, if you have any tips for anyone maybe running a marathon or thinking about making a change, what do you think it would be? I definitely think start small. Don't try to go all out and do whatever you think is a lot. Don't like a marathon. Right. (laughs) Start with a 5k. Like I tell a lot of my friends this at work and they're like, Oh, you did the marathon. I just want to run a 5k. I said, anyone can run a 5k. Even if you have to walk. I mean, I walk during the marathon. It's, it's, not a bad thing to walk. Start small, um, make a plan for yourself, write it out, do some research, tell other people about it, maybe even get someone to join you. Just like be consistent about it. And if you fall off, it's okay. It's never a bad time to start back up. Don't ever beat yourself up for if you eat something bad or if you miss a workout, just get back on track and suck it up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I think consistency is definitely the biggest thing I've learned. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to to chat with me about your story. Really appreciate it. Yeah, girl. Thanks for having me. And there you have it. Hope you enjoyed the show. Maybe it's encouraged some of you to sign up for a marathon or at least go outside and get running. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And if you have your own story to tell, feel free to email me at beforeandafterthepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time.